This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. The sport of soccer has, I believe, done exploded in this country. We can't get enough of it. I know my son is a player. It's probably because of that that I became a fan. Now I'm a fan, and I'm spending time Saturdays and Sunday mornings watching the Premier League. Uh, I may or may not have been stopped at red lights watching the Champions League last night on or yesterday afternoon on CBS. And Paramount Plus has the NWSL, and you can watch the North Carolina Courage host O.L. Reign on Sunday afternoon at 3, three o'clock, or you can go over to Wake Men's Soccer Park and watch Sean Nehas uh, as the head coach as they go for their third straight good result. How are you, sir? Good. How are you guys? I'm doing very well. Appreciate your time. Um, I know that we had, they announced, I don't know if it was an announcement, we knew that there was going to be expansion next year, and then uh, Jessica Berman, the commissioner, uh, mentioned in an interview that there were two more teams coming in 2026. What do you make of the expansion of the league and the popularity? Yeah, I think it's great for the league. I think, you know, I think anytime you're adding teams, it raises the standard of the league. It, um, it provides more opportunity. Um, I think you're, you know, we're in a situation now where the league's growing and, you know, trying to have the positive impact that, that we all expected it would. Um, but I think, I think the addition of teams, I think it's only going to benefit the, the the league as a whole, I think at the other side of it is, you know, at some point you start looking at, do we get enough teams in where you can have an East conference and a West conference where now maybe it helps with the travel dynamic. Right. Um, You know, but I think other than that, I think anytime there's expansion and there's, and the ownership groups that are coming in want to invest in the women's game. I think it's only a positive for the, for the league and for the players. How has, and Sean Nahas is joining us as the head coach in North Carolina courage. How is your, not your job, your situation, where the courage are as uh, as a team. Uh, how has it changed in the few years you have been on the job? Many people will, maybe maybe somebody people don't know uh, that Paul Riley, the guy before you, uh, was uh, essentially fired because of behavior. And the at the time, the team was basically at the top of everything. And it's very different today than it was then. How has your job changed over the last few years? Yeah, I, th- and I, I think even if you look at last year, you know, when Paul was still here, um, you know, we, we weren't at the top. You know, we were still fighting for a playoff spot. Right. Right. And I think the, the years we had success, um, you know, we had arguably the best players in the world in every position. Um, and then, you know, things happen and free agency kicks in and players want to do different things. And, you know, we've, we've obviously lost players. And I think, you know, the situation we're in now, you know, I'm really happy with our growth. You know, I'm, I'm pleased with our players and the current roster we, you know, we have. Obviously, we always want to look to improve it. But, you know, we're young. Um, the, the players are really coachable. Um, I think the, the difference between last year and this year for myself is, you know, we were trying to keep the system and the style that we played in years past right. that gave us success, but we made, we didn't have the same players to be able to do that. Um, you know, so we, we really changed things this year and we feel that we're playing a really entertaining brand of football. And, you know, I think overall you could see the, the evolution. We knew this was going to be a process. It's small steps. It's, it's about development. Um, but I think right now the players have been completely 
bought in and outstanding and do everything we're asking. Um, so it's been enjoyable for myself and the staff. I know there's the a players perform the way they are. There's a great relationship between the fan base and the team. Uh, how has the like the change from the, I guess the perspective? You know, for yeah. for many many years, the fans were like, oh, "We've got a juggernaut," and now it's a yeah. different it's a different mindset. Has have they expressed patience? Uh, have they been encouraging? Has have you gotten that kind of feedback? Um, I mean, you get a mix, right? Because everyone wants to be <laughs> successful, and I think patience is important. You know, I I. I I think overall people see what we're trying to do. I mean, there's people in the stands that from the last couple of games that have been really supportive and are really excited about what we're doing. Um, and they've, they've seen the growth of these young players. I think overall you, you have to look at it from, you, know, you look at the Arsenal men's team, you know, when, when Mikel Arteta took over, mm-hmm. he had a team that wasn't his and it's taken him three years to get to the situation that they're in now. You know, it doesn't happen overnight. Uh, you know, you look at you look at so many different pieces, and you look at like the Colorado Avalanche, where they went on like a complete change in how they yep. played, and they went like a, they went on, like a five year plan, and part of their plan is to win the Stanley Cup, and in year five they won the Stanley Cup. So all these teams have this evolution um, and this changeover, and you can't always be at top. But you know, we're working in a situation to get us back there. It just takes time and a process, and the players have been really responsive to it. So we're, we're really happy for that. Sean Nehas is the head coach of the North Carolina Courage. He is the Miguel, Mikel Arteta of the NWSL. No, no. no, no, no. It's, I'm, just, I'm just twisting what you said. That's fine. Uh, it's, what I, it's what I do for a living. I just make jokes about me. Um, the, the, when I first started becoming a fan of what you guys do, and this goes back to when the team arrived, from western Western New York and be you know started laying waste to everybody, I was unaware and i as a new fan i 'm still learning every day about certain things about different leagues and whatnot um, the impact of the cha- women 's champions League in Europe and the bigger clubs in Europe, which started taking players away sometimes just borrowing them uh, and giving them back but uh, how has that been? Has that been more of a drain on the league than you thought, or are the players starting to come back? Um, I mean, there's, there's, it, it's an interesting piece. I mean, the, look, Champions League is Champions League, whether it's men's or women's. It, there's something special about it. I think the investment overseas, I think the, the, the success of the English women's national team with the Euros this past year, the investment grew tenfold, if not more. Um, so there's always an attraction there. We still have some players that are overseas that are that are comfortable in playing there, and they, that's what they feel is best for their development, and you support that. Right. Um, but I, I think I think the fact that there's choices, I think, is great. I think the fact that that league is developing, that's fantastic. I think that's only going to benefit our league as well because now it drives our standards up because of the competition piece. So we, you know, I think you know you have like the Caterina Macarios who are still there. She's still coming back from injury. You have Lindsay Horan who's having a great career over mm-hmm. Lyon. You know, sometimes they just want to get different experiences, and um, when the opportunities come, the players have choices to make. But I think that's great for everybody involved. Uh, but I think you, fi- I think you'll start to find less and less players going there, maybe, and maybe less and less, maybe hopefully more players coming here as the league continues to grow and the investment increases. So I think it's it's going to be a fun little competition between the leagues, and and hopefully players. Uh, help make you know that they're they're comfortable making decisions that best suits them. I mean, certainly, you make the argument that the NWSL is the best women's soccer league in the world, right? 
<laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, you look at it on any given day, anybody could beat anybody. Uh, you know, you, you have from the top of the table to the bottom of the table, two games separate people and teams. And it's, I think the, the drive and the commitment and the, you know, there's so many X factors that go into it that, you know, I think this league is only going to get better and stronger and younger. And I think it's, you know, the, the, the groundwork has been laid and now it's just a matter of us carrying that torch and, and providing the opportunities for these players to continue to compete. Um, but the standards have definitely increased over the last couple of years since I've been involved for sure. Yeah. Iron sharpens iron. Sean Nahas is the head coach at North Carolina courage. And there's no shortage of talent coming up through the U S pipeline uh, because I mean, we see it every year the, the names, some of the names stay the same uh, on the women's national team, but there are so yeah. many new names uh, coming through. It can't help but raise, uh, raise the profile of the league. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. I mean, even if you look at our league as a whole right now, we have so many players that are 15, 18, 17, and they're having great, great starts to their career. You know, the Alyssa Thompsons of the world, the, uh, Rick, Koya Rickinson of the world. Um, you know, I think there's, there's so much positive that, that, that's coming from it. And then you have, you know, just the, you know, the Sam Coffees who just, we just played against with Portland. You know, she's having a great start to her career. Uh, the Olivia Moultries. I think there's, yeah. there's just so much promise with the young players in this, in this country. And, you know, I think the more they can be in a professional environment, sometimes that's, you're going to start seeing that more and more, um, which I think is great. Uh, if, they, if they're if they're quality enough to do it, and they're at the you know regardless of their age, if they're able to do it, um, and they want to do it, then they have every right to, in my mind, just like they do overseas. So we're we're happy that the league made that change, and these young players are coming in and starting off their careers on a positive note. Win over Houston, a draw with who was it? Uh, was it Gotham? Uh, uh, recently, and uh, OL Rain coming up Sunday at three o'clock. Wake Med Soccer Park, Sean Nass, the head coach of the North Carolina Courage. I thank you very much, my friend. I appreciate your time. We'll talk again. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Have a great day. You got it. Sean Nass here on the Adam Gold Show. Look, uh, for if you go out, like, again, I keep, I, I keep making this reference because I'm out there a lot at WRAL Soccer Park in North Raleigh. And that's their, that's their main training complex. And it is a madhouse every day of the week. Thousands and thousands of kids. And it's cool to see the the talent level of the girls' teams. And you can tell how much ability is out there. And it's, it's just an incredible thing. I like the fact that we're uh, that this league is growing. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone could do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. And it will eventually, I mean, I, I think it already is the best league in the world, but I think that you can make arguments because so many of the best players 
are choosing to play overseas. But if you go down the rosters in the NWSL, I mean, just about all of the women's national team, the U.S. women's national team, is playing here. So that's just that's just awesome. And we have Champions League, Men's Champions League semifinal. The first one today, Milan v. Milan. Inter versus AC Milan today. Uh, the, the, these, it, it would be as if, let's try to, um, there was a time, well, the Jets and Giants share a stadium. They do. The Jets and Giants share a stadium. The Yankees and Mets, for a short period of time, like a two-year span, might have been three years, while new Yankee Stadium, which is now the old Yankee Stadium, was being built in the Bronx, both played their games at Shea. So AC Milan and Inter Milan, they they all, they play in the same stadium in Milan. Duh. And that's where they're going to play two legs of the Champions League semifinals in the same place. I don't even know what it matters who the home team is. Like AC Milan is the home side for today. Inter is the visiting side. Inter is a fairly sizable favorite to uh to win. Eh, it's not not huge. They're plus I think they're plus one forty five and AC Milan is like plus two twenty five, something like that. That seems like a big difference to me. Uh but I don't think it matters who's home and who's away. Although City, Man City was a favorite at Real yesterday. That match ended in a draw, which frankly we saw coming. We saw coming all along. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help Help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com.